Um, hello, it is Jason Serrano with my podcast, Looking Like the Enemy. Um, I am sorry that all three of my other colleagues, my groupmates, cannot be here today. Um, so I've done, I've decided to do it by myself. And um, I want to talk about how after Japan had bombed Pearl Harbor, um, fear had been struck into um fear had been struck into her and her entire family and um they were in fear of becoming um inferior less to society and what society actually was when back then society was usually white males who ruled i wouldn't say rule who had power control over everything especially during those times um one thing that i wanted to talk about was um in page six of chapter five um when the family had exited vasho island they had realized that another 126 japanese and japanese americans had lived with them near that proximity area and while they were all exiting, fear, of course, had been struck into them because all the propaganda about Japanese Americans now had been um, used to belittle them and make them seem like they were the enemy. Um, Mrs. Wallaby um, was this woman who they were friends with, but stopped. She was a very, um, she was very annoying, according to according to her and but during these times first of all mrs wallaby was a wallonby i don't know how to say her last name she was another japanese american who was living in vasho island at the time um very annoying very persistent which um she didn't like that but during these times she had stopped being more annoying because she had seemed to care a lot about what is going on and what is happening. And instead, she was there for comfort instead of um, annoying persistence. And while they were being transported on the ferry bus, before they were going to, um, three of the main character's friends, Shirley, Bob, and Angie, were over there. Shirley was the very, very popular girl that was in her grade. Um, everyone had liked her. Everyone wanted to be friends with her. And she said, we need to start writing to e- each other because it's not fair. What's happening to you? And I agree with that 100%. It's not fair to segregate one color or one race of a person, which has been a huge problem throughout humanity and America for forever you can see it in history books everywhere slaves in slaves here in the usa and everywhere else and um the holocaust the holocaust is also um when people or of a certain race were segregated away not a race but a religion so it was a religious genocide basically but I'm, i'm getting off topic now so um then Bob, Bob had also said that it was very unfair of what was happening to her. 
and that he wouldn't wish it on anyone else. Angie. Angie was her best friend. Uh, she was saying bye, but she was only able to say a little bit because she didn't want to go bursting out into tears. Um, she, I remember reading that um, Angie and her older brother took her out on a boat ride at night. Um, and that it was one of her best memories that she had with Angie because she wasn't sure if she was going to see Angie again. Um, I have more notes here. So as they were all getting onto the onto the crammed old ferry, which wasn't how um, it wasn't how she remembered ferry buses to be, um, ferry boats, ferry boats to her were usually they tended, sorry, they tended to be very happy memory for her, because. Every single time that her and her father would go down to Seattle, um, they went to go to the optometrist because she had genetically bad eyes. So every time they went, they went on the ferry boats and they walked all around downtown Seattle, which to her in that time was um, very, very um, heartwarming, very safe because she just felt she felt right over there. And um being transported to Seattle like that was very, very dehumanizing for her um, because they weren't receiving, you know, the same amount of care or the same amount of, um, what's the word? I'm sorry. They weren't receiving the same amount. I'm just going to say care as they used to. And um, I also remember that they were all very cramped and that the air had gotten really hot and very thick. After they had gotten off from standing in the in the ferry boat for so long, I'm sorry, after they'd gotten off of standing on the ferry boat for so long, they were all very, very tired, but they were all rushed to the train station saying, move, 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 um, kind of like how they did with... Um, Jews in the Holocaust, but instead they didn't beat them or they didn't shoot them if they didn't move. So as soon as they got on the train, families of, you know, 10, 20 were all shoved into the train. And they were just, um, they started treading their way down to Portland and all these other cities um, before reaching California. And... In that train, she remembered seeing um, these group of girls because her seat, her seat was taken by an older woman or an older man. It didn't specify. So she was like, okay, I'll just go sit down somewhere else. And the only place that there was available was this bed with a bunch of girls that she didn't know. And she didn't want to go over there, but she, she had to. She didn't sit on the bed. She was just kind of like there, like leaning on, on, on a wall. She remembered um, seeing the girls and a group of older guys, um, definitely over the age of 18. Um, some of the guys were trying to flirt with the girls. And they were saying, hey, you know, let's go back to our, let's go back to our cabin. Let's go back and, you know, do things. And um, she... She had remembered, you know, she doesn't roll like that. She doesn't feel like she she didn't feel like that was safe 
for her and I understand that 100% especially with things that were going on in that time specifically I wouldn't go back there either and she remembers even in that time and even after they had gotten off the train that she had never seen the girls ever again so I'm not completely sure what had happened I think that I think that the Japanese girls were kidnapped or they had they they had their fun and then they went go back to sit after she had left but I'm not sure I hope I get more insight on that and um they had made their way down to Portland and then to Sacramento I think and then they'd taken a and then they'd had taken another train all the way down to Santa Monica. And when they reached Santa Monica, they had reached their first interim camp. They were given the family number nine um one nine eight one nine seven eight eight. Sorry. And um a guard had given it to them, you know, saying, put this on, put this on right now. Or also beat you, whatever. Um, but then another guard had um rewarded um not rewarded but rewarded what he was trying to say he was saying hey i'm sorry for that you have you have to keep this number on so we can see it at all times so we don't confuse you with other family members and put you with the wrong people and once they had reached down to the first um internment camp they were all sweaty all super hot because they were shoved into small tight spaces for so long and on that train ride, especially, I remember that they were given small little baggies of food, um, tasteless sandwiches, apples, and a one one water bottle each, um, which it didn't remind me of the Holocaust, but I'm just saying, well, the, the people that weren't, the Jews weren't able to receive any food while they were on on the trains transporting to Auschwitz but um the Japanese they had received they had received food and water and on um, some form of nutrition so that they wouldn't starve to death so i think the story relates very closely to the holocaust but just not as bad and not with the attention to kill every single japanese as hitler had an idea to kill every single jew so I just feel like this whole section that I had read was just based off of dehumanization, which is the lesson that we are learning right now. But dehumanization and um, I think they're just trying to strike fear into the Japanese and give confidence to the Americans. And they're just trying to get rid of they're trying to get rid of all the Japanese by putting them into one place and confining them to a small area so that they don't so that the Americans don't have to worry about any Japanese trying to bomb anywhere in California, Oregon or Washington. So I'm sorry this podcast was a little rough, but I didn't have my teammates here to help me. Um thank you so much for listening today. I will be back um December December 9th to record our final podcast. All right. See you guys next time.